right, we're back with our second episode of of the uh, our topic is what can be known of God, and we've given you quite a few verses of that, and most of this the last half hour that we're going to be in will be uh, used to go to a lot, a lot, a lot of scriptures. So have your Bible ready uh, and uh, uh, we'll give you some things that, uh, that I think are particular to this. And here's, here's some of them. Um, we've already talked about um, Romans chapter one, verse 19. We've talked, we've referred to verse 21, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. We've seen that. We've talked about the atheist, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Um, we've talked about the uh, agnostic who says you can't know God. And, and Romans chapter 1, verse 19 says that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. And then, um, uh, and then we've talked about the uh, evolutionist and the Big Bang theorist. We've covered that fairly well. So let's just go to the scriptures and let the scriptures speak, please. And we'll go, we'll start first with first John, first uh, John chapter three, verse 20. And it says this, for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Well, why would he know all things? Because he made all things. Why do some things happen? Does God cause me to sin? No, he doesn't. He just knew from the beginning that you would. Because he knoweth all things. Well, why did he make me if he knew I was going to see? Because he wanted you to choose him. Look at Colossians chapter 2, I think. It talks about, uh, yeah, let's talk about verse 1. For I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you, for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. And this is the Apostle Paul writing to the Colossian church, remember. It says that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God uh, and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Want to have God knowledge? No God. No God. Please do it. Oh, that's a I love that that verse. Um, um let's um let's read a let's read let's go to a, my I got a list of scriptures here I'm gonna okay. read in no particular order, but it's all about um, the knowledge of God. Now, how, how did, does everybody have a, a knowledge of God in them? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 19 says that. 
but there's also another verse, Titus chapter 2, verse 11, which says this. The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto a couple of guys in East Peoria, Illinois. No, 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 what the Bible says. Hath the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth forth his handiwork. Day unto day and he utters speech. You cannot, you cannot not know God. Because he's manifested himself in you. And particularly with regard to Romans chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, to people who are sinners and reprobates. They know that there's a God. Well, how do I know that? The Bible simply tells us. Now, let's go to, some, uh, to another series of verses. I'm going to be turning to them. And I will give you time to turn to them yourself. Look at Romans chapter 1, verse 32. Oh, let's, let's start out with verse 29. Uh, maybe verse 28. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Oh, oh, oh. They had a knowledge of God and they didn't want to know about him anymore. God, yeah, they did not like to retain God in and their not, knowledge. That That's, means he had to be there to begin with. Isn't that correct? That's exactly right. Oh. And it says, because of that, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness. A covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, de debate, deceit. Uh, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God. Oh my goodness. Despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And it, this, he ends this list by saying this, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. Be careful who you hang around with. The people that hate God like to hang around with people who hate God. They don't like to hang around with you, but that's the way it works. Okay, that's what Romans chapter 132 said. Just one more point about that verse. Go ahead. Let's use an example to drive the point home. Go ahead. Uh, if you have something in your body, like excess water, you don't want to retain it, do you? No, no. So your body casts it off. Yeah, you're, you're uncomfortable with it. Uncomfortable with it. That same thing is, but the water's there. Mm -hmm. You don't want it, but it's there yeah. until you get rid of it. And and uh, this is the same thing with with our knowledge, our basic human knowledge. God is there in our knowledge. But if we choose not to retain it, that's our choice that we make. Yep. Okay. 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 We've talked about that from Romans chapter one, but look at second yeah. Corinthians chapter five. By the way, the Corinthian church was the, the most worldly, the fleshly of all the churches that uh, the apostle Paul wrote to. And, 
uh, with uh, with the word of God. In Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eleven. Um, let's let's look at verse ten. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and we there is believers. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. That's why Curtis and I are doing these podcasts. We know the terror of the Lord. And by the way, so do you. Um, it says, knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. We want you to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you've not done so, but folks... Please do so today. Let's turn quickly to 1 John chapter 2. Oh, I love the epistles of John. John was called the one Jesus loved. He loved everybody, but there was a special love that he had for John. I think mostly because he was related. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, he just had a special love for, for John. And I do too. 1 John chapter 2. Let's look at verse 13, he says this, For I write unto you fathers, because you have known him. <laughs> Look at how many times that word is. You have known him, that is from the beginning. <laughs> on and on. I mean, it just keeps on going, doesn't it? I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. Folks, everyone has an innate knowledge of God, which is manifested in them. We are all hardwired to understand that he is there. Yeah, yeah, yes, well... Well, Dick, that's just in the New Testament. Oh, why? Let's, let's go to the Old Testament. I like the Old Testament too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to turn this to the Psalms. Oh, boy. I love the Psalmist. He write all these things. He just, David just loved God. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Psalm 98. Let's begin reading verse 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. For he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his and his holy arm have gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. Plus or minus nothing. This, what can be known of God, is manifest in them. It says it time and time again. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 1. Wow. Well, you know, I'd like to go. Before we go to Proverbs chapter 1, let's keep reading. In Psalm 98, the Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. And verse 3, he hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Amazing. Amazing. The ends of the earth? That, that means there's not a corner on this globe. 
Yep. Go back to Psalm 94. Read those first four that verses. doesn't know about says the salvation the, of God. Says the same thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Can I go to Proverbs 129 then? Oh, please. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry to delay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the nut doesn't fall too far from the tree. This is my son. Why do you keep calling me a nut? Yeah, I did. Well, I was calling myself a nut. I heard Sharon laugh or, in the bedroom. Or, 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 or was I the tree? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, verse uh, Proverbs 1, 27 says this, When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me. Oh, oh. But I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, for that for that they hated knowledge. That's not the end of that sentence. They had knowledge in them. They hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Wowzer. Yeah, because you have the knowledge, an innate manifested knowledge of God in you, you're responsible for that knowledge that you have. And you cannot say that it does not exist. If we were accidental beings, yeah. we would never think about this. If we were accidental, we would know it. And we would never have reason to say, where did I come from? If we were accidental, we'd just accept the fact that we were accidental. Yeah. We never need to know where we come from. Yeah. Who am I? Why am I here? Well, let's ask the causal agent. How about we ask God why you're here? That's it. Okay. Yeah. And, and by the way, you have a knowledge of God in manifest in you, but you can, there are some things that you can't know because you won't come to the knowledge of the truth. Right. Amazing stuff. And, and it seems like it's easy, you know, to understand. Look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to go read a couple of verses before that. Okay. It says... Uh, uh, yea, doubtless, Philippians 3, verse 8, the Apostle Paul speaking, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness of God, which is, which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection oh, of the dead. Wow. Wow. Hey, let's, I'm going to go back to the Old Testament. I just, I'm just reminded of something in my notes. Turn to Isaiah. 
Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. What chapter in Isaiah? Chapter 12 in Isaiah. <laughs> Boy, Isaiah talks about many prophecies concerning Jesus Christ. Amazing. Isaiah chapter 12. Let's look at verse 5. Oh, my goodness. Can we read the whole chapter? <laughs> it was a short one. Might as well. Okay. Starts out by saying, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength, my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted, sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Known of God. Yep. That which may be known of God is manifest in you. And uh, and this th these things are amazing to me. Um, I'm going to refer you again to Titus chapter 2, verse 11, Kurt, because, uh, because we're going to give an invitation shortly for people to receive Jesus Christ. And, you know, having, you know, knowing all these things, and we're just telling you these things from God's word. You know there's a God. If you know there's a God, and you do, because what can be known of God is manifest in you, then God has given you a responsibility to choose him and his precious son as your savior. It's as simple as that. Why don't people do that? Because they don't like to retain God in their knowledge. They don't like to retain God in their knowledge. And whose choice is that? It's every individual's choice. Every individual has to make the choice. That's right. I mean, it, it's just, it's pretty simple. And I I don't uh, and I don't want to oversimplify it, but it's hard not to oversimplify it. Yeah, because when I go to Titus 2.11, I want to go there again and again. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. That's appeared unto you, blessed listener. That, and by the way, that applies to your family, to your friends. Your boss at work. Yep, your fellow employees. Your president. Wherever you are and with whomever you come into contact. All men. The grace of God has already appeared. Yeah. And it teaches us some things. And I'm not going to go into all of that now because uh, we're still going to uh, be uh, pontificating, I guess, upon what can be made known of God. Um, did we go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 13? I believe we did not go there yet. Okay. 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. I may be incorrect, but I don't think we would. Well, I'm going to read it again anyway. Okay. 
First John chapter five, verse 13. Yeah, we did read it. Yep, we did read it. Okay, first John chapter five, verse 13. These things, oh yeah. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life. Now, folks, there are some people out there in Christianity, in Christian circles, that believe you can lose your salvation. When I first met my wife, oh, she, oh boy, what a, what a beauty, man, oh man, and to think that I, she married me, I'm. It's just beyond me. But the first thing I said to her, I kind of introduced myself or was introduced to her. And, and the first thing she said to me is, I heard that you've been a pastor. And I said, yes, that's right. And I have been. And she says, what do you feel about eternal security? Now, later I found out that if I hadn't answered that question correctly, she would never have dated me. <laughs> because we both believe. And I said, okay, I'll keep it simple. That's what I was saying in my, in my mind. Just give the simple answer for crying out loud. For God so loved the world, gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then I looked at her and I said, if God said everlasting, he means everlasting. And that's what it is. And that's what first John chapter five that you may know that you have eternal life. Now, folks, there's only one way that you can have eternal life, and that's to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. What must I believe? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51 tells you. And, and, I, and, and I've said this on our podcast before. And I probably will say it again and again. I'll take you to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51, who said, uh, says this, Behold, I show you a mystery. Now, a mystery is not something that's forever not able to be known because he's now revealing a mystery to you. In case you haven't known it, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed <clears throat> in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. Wow. Wow. Think about that. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's the mystery of the gospel. We must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was buried, that he was raised again, and that he's coming again for us. And all of that stuff that's written in the Bible, you've got to believe it because you can believe it and you do know it. You know, we've told you enough scriptures that says, well, I can't know this. You can. Yes, you can. How can I know this? How can I know this? know God. How can I know God? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Study the word. You know, I tried to teach my son everything I knew. Um, I'm sorry I didn't know more. I mean, you know, but, but 
I, they did. That was my job. That was my, I tried to teach him how to, you know, how to read, how to think, what to think, where to go, what not to, where not to go. Uh, just, just a whole lot of things that, that I wanted him to know. And there's a lot of things that God wants you to know. And they're in this precious word of God. And he wants to teach it to you because he's your father if you're saved. And you're now his children. But if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, the only thing that you will know is eternal death in a lake of fire. Why don't you trust him today? We've, we've given you the gospel. It's that Jesus died for your sins. It's that Jesus was buried. It's just that Jesus uh, was raised again. And by the way, it's that he ascended into heaven to make intercession for you before God. And then he's coming again to take you back into heaven forever and ever with him. What? is wrong with this plan is that you won't accept it. If you have, God bless you. This all pertains to you. You can know the things of God that God wants you to know. He wants you to know how to have eternal life. And we've just told you, won't you believe in Jesus Christ today? And know God. Our Father, we thank you so much for Jesus Christ, our Savior. We thank you that you've made manifest to us what can be known of you. And we thank you so much for that privilege that we have. Thank you so much for telling us that we had to choose you. And I did. Thank you so much for that. It's a gift. We thank you for giving us a privilege for Curtis and I and Dr. J.B. Hickson and Lucas DeRemus, our teammates on this podcast, giving us the privilege to preach the gospel and teach the word of God to hundreds of thousands of people now. Thank you so much, God. We thank you so much for that. Thank you for the gospel. And as we have preached it today, we pray that you will, in your Holy Spirit, convict lost people of their sins this moment and that they would respond to the gospel. I know you're not going to make them, but I know you've invited them. And please, Heavenly Father, uh, and we know that you will make it plain. And for all of these things, We'll be careful that you get the honor and you get the glory and you get the praise. We ask these things in the name of the one who paid for it all, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor, thank you again for another well-researched, well-explained uh, topic about what can be known of God. Uh, boy, I don't think any more could really be said on the subject any plainer than, than what you got it today, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, with that being said, we need to look forward to tonight with Mr. Lucas DeRemus 
at 7 p.m. Uh, we will still be in Proverbs chapters 10 through 29. To the best of my knowledge, uh, what the particular subject matter is, only Lucas knows right now. But you better tune in at 7 with us and find out. So uh, be with us at 7 tonight. Until then, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off. May God bless and keep you. We'll see you at 7.